W, X is for Welcome to the X and W Vibecast, Season 2, Episode 3. We are kicking it old school X. It's just you and I, just like it all started years and years and years and years ago. You guys are going to have to deal with it. It's just us. Nothing exciting. Not a, there's no third wheel in this thing. We're running the, we're running the ship right there's now. There's no Jeremy. There's no Kurt. There's no third wheel. We don't need third wheels. We do need third wheels because I think our... Our show is pretty good when we have a third wheel. I think it's really good when we have a third wheel. But like when it's just X and W, it's authentic. It's real. You know what I've been told is we agree too much. We're too similar. I have heard that. Like have it heard takes that. away the spice of the podcast. No <laughs> argue, no not no arguments, no disagreements. Just yeah, that's a good point, W. That's a good point, X. Good point, W. Good point, X. You know, you know, it's something that we do agree about. We, we, we which is okay. I, I think. Uh, and, and, and you can just go. Like, we agree that the Washington football team is really, really poorly run. And Dan Snyder, the scumbag that he is, is – I mean, he's been ruining your franchise for years. And, like, it, it's sad because, like, you, you put all your spirit, you put all your might into the Washington football team. And going down there for years, we'll be there in a few weeks. A few weeks from tomorrow – We'll, we'll be we'll be there. We'll be at we'll be in Baltimore, the Inner Harbor. If if if, if you see us, say hello. We'll be, we'll be on the streets of the Inner Harbor in Baltimore. It'll we'd be love fun. To see, we'd love to see you. Oh, it's a good time. A lot of good times in Baltimore. Yeah. Inner Harbor, power plant district. Yeah. Piano bar. We look forward to this every year. We we can't say too too much about it because it's just uh, it's it's a great trip. And then the next day we go to FedEx. We tailgate. I'm gonna be wearing my Mac Jones jersey. We'll talk about Mac Jones a little later. Oh, am I excited about Mac Jones? <laughs> okay. now, listen, it's not about me, X. It's not about me. But in two weeks, we'll, 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 a little what bit. What the hell am I going to talk about? <laughs> a you know bit. what I want to talk about? Talk about it. I, I, what I really want to discuss is, is, is like football. I'd love to sit here and talk about, like, hey, is Von Miller playing this week? How, what's the chance of Terry McLaurin? Is he healthy? He's running through reps, first reps in practice. I, I want to see uh, – Wants him? Can the Washington football team write the ship? Nope. There's nothing to do with that. We don't talk about that anymore because with this organization, the story is always off the field. Nothing to do with football. Off the field all the time. And now you know it's just a continuing blizzard of just BS and just awfulness and dysfunction. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, listen. To start out with that, we, we, you know, the the, um, the Chiefs game. We retired Sean Taylor's jersey. Um, and we announced it three days before we were going to do it. But I say we, like I'm part of the Washington football organization. Thank God I'm not, because that would be embarrassing. I wouldn't be able to look my mom in the eye and, <laughs> and uh, talk to her about anything. But, yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, and then they did the – it was just after all that crap about John Gruden and, and the emails from the Washington football team, and then they said, hey, 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 look over look over here, not over there. It's like the old trick I used to do with my daughter. I think I said on the last podcast, like, no, no. You spilled the water. It's okay. Look at the binky in my right hand. Here it is. We're retiring Sean Taylor's jersey. Don't worry about all the dysfunction and all the uh, the emails and the uh, sexual harassment and all that stuff. Forget it. Look at the binky. That's what they tried to do. And it didn't, come on. All it did was piss off the fan base. 
I mean, then you have the the Washington football team taking pictures of Sean Taylor's fa- family in front of a bunch of porta potties. Do you see that W? The porta potty picture. I did not see that. You yeah. talked to me about it, and I just, uh, I, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I mean, is there context to it, or is that that's what happened? Like, no, I, there's that, context. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, there's, what I, are we doing? There's no context. This just it's a clueless organization. I mean, you think you would you would assume that Sean Taylor was the one thing that the organization couldn't put a stain on, but. Uh, you know that, and that and that's not really what the you know, listen, Dan Snyder. This let's go through his f ups. We there's this. Do you remember? So Dwayne Haskins, he drafted Dwayne Haskins himself, by the way, as an owner, and we know how that worked out. And then Dwayne Haskins, he uh, you know, he wanted to take the number seven jersey from Joe Theismann. You remember this? Joe Theismann, do you uh, say yeah, hey, yeah, your number yeah. seven? Joe, Joe so Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder, Dan player. Dan Snyder said, "It's up to you, Joe." So what the hell is Joe Theismann supposed to do? Like, you know, if he says no, he can't have the jersey, then he's he's an asshole, right? Excuse my language. Puts, but, him, in, puts him in a, a really tough yeah, spot. Yeah, so Joe Theismann said yes, and Dwayne Haskins did what he did. And then, you know, then you have the meddling with RG3. You know, Dan Snyder's always been a little bit of a jock sniffer, and, he, you know, he, his relationship with him was just kind of like uh, enabling and empowering a guy that wasn't clearly mature yet, and that led to Mike Shanahan being out and all that stuff. Leaking, remember Scott McLuhan, the general manager, leaking um, that he was drinking on the job. The, the, you know, the Was- Someone from the Washington football team organization leaked this and painted him as a drunk, and then they let him go. Pretty classy right there, which is actually pretty low rent, in my opinion. Mishandling of the Kirk Cousins contract. We actually had a franchise quarterback, believe it or not, Washington football team fans in the building. And then simultaneously, almost simultaneously, Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan walk out of the building, firing Marty Schottenheimer after one year because he, uh, Dan Snyder wasn't having any fun anymore. I mean, these are just the little things. And now, um, you know, it's, it's the whole Roger Goodell thing. It's the whole sexual harassment. The, um, you know, they had the owners meeting this week. And Roger Goodell, Goodell actually was caught in a couple lies, believe it or not. I don't know if you saw this, but, you know, he said that, uh, you know, the um, – you know, the, the, this every, the reason why nothing was released on this Washington football team uh, Beth Wilkinson report was because, um, you know, no, they want anonymity. All these women want anonymity. And then, of course, they got up and said, no, we don't. We want the, we had this, you know, we want to do this so we, they could publicly release this to everybody so everyone could see the report. Um, so Goodell lied about that. And he said, oh, you know, Snyder's paid for his dues. He's, he's been fined $10 million. I don't know if you know this, but the $10 million was never really an actual fine to uh, Dan Snyder or the Washington football team. Really, they just said, hey, listen, you put how much, you know, redirect some of your charity money into these causes, you know, uh, bullying, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, discrimination against women. Just redirect it a little bit. It's already tax deductible. So you figure what, Washington football team probably put, what do football teams put in, $25 million per year into charities? Redirected the money. That's all this was. Nothing. Slap on the wrist. Dan Snyder is actually more powerful now to my nightmares uh, he is now running uh, 100% of the football team instead of uh, 51% or 55%, whatever it was before, as he bought out the minority, the minority uh, shareholders. So here we are, not talking about football, talking about this. And all I want to do is go to a tailgate with my friend W and talk about the Washington football team and we're, what their chances are against Tampa. We're, we're going to go to that tailgate, and we are going to have ourselves a great time. And here, here's what dry, here's how it all kind of intertwines right now. Here's how X and W, here's where... This is very frustrating for from a patriot standpoint. You have a guy like Dan Snyder. It's oh, it's always like you know people have the saying "follow the money." I think it's about follow the power. And when you're talking about Roger Goodell and you're talking about Dan Snyder, 
Dan Snyder is the owner of the football team. And you go back to, you know, four or five years ago with Roger Goodell and you go back to Deflategate and you talk about, and I know people that listen to this, like the, the two or three people that listen to this are like, oh, shut the hell up about Deflate. But here's the thing. And, and the NFL is going to come out roses. The NFL always does. We, that's been a kind of like theme of our vibe cast. And this is what we talk about. So, you know, I'm not trying to like sit here and say that we're uh, better than thou. But what's, what's frustrating to me is that you have a situation like Deflategate. You have a, a 80 to 90 to 100 page report from the NFL with, with deflating footballs, okay? Where yeah, if you have any brain in your body, if you have any brain in your head, if you deflate the football a little bit, or deflate it, or inflate it more, yes, you may have a little bit of a competitive advantage, but when we're talking about people's lives, and when we're talking about the, where is the report with the Washington football team about these women that have been harassed, the, the, the bullshit that Dan Snyder has gotten away with in, in, in his, his, since the time he's, he's owned the Washington football team. Where is it? Where is the accountability there? There is no accountability because he has the power. He has the money. He owns the Washington football team. We need a situation here, X, where this is like, I don't want to say this is a Don Sterling situation. And if you don't know who Don Sterling is, he was the owner for the Los Angeles Clippers. You know, big-time racist, ran that franchise into the ground for years and years and years. And, you know, Dan Snyder, in my opinion, X, needs to go away. He needs to go away from – he's not good for the NFL. And the fact that, like, you know, like you said, Roger Goodell's caught in these lies and Roger Goodell is, you know, covering – essentially covering for him. Because the owners write his bonus checks. That's what the problem is at this point. Yeah, and, and, and it's such a frustrating situation where, you know, again, like I said, Dan Snyder is, is, is he, he gives a negative, awful vibe to the, to the team. Yeah, and, and it's not just the way he's run the organization. I mean, what, Tom Brady was suspended for four games because he may or may not have deflated a football. And I'm not saying that the, the punishment didn't fit the crime. I'm not, that's not my, my spot. But my God, I mean, <laughs> Dan Snyder has overseen an organization of misogyny and sexual harassment. And that's... Clear. I mean, there's the, the and the recommendations were pretty scathing from Beth Wilkinson, but you know, it's like this this report is mysteriously not available, and I'm hearing that there wasn't even a report. What, what was there's requested? no report. What was there's requested none. by the NFL? There was, a, was a re, it was a quote verbal report, a verbal presentation by um. So it's like you know this this girl. I don't remember her name. May or may not have said this, and this date might not have been this date. Like, is that the is that what we're talking about right now? That what that does is that completely um offers plausible deniability to Dan Snyder, the NFL. I mean, it's it's like, I mean, you're what you described to me as a parade worthy event. I'm going. If, if, I mean, I will, I will invite everyone that I know to my house, and I will have a parade. I will run a parade with fireworks, cotton candy, whatever anyone wants. We'll have games for the kids if Dan Snyder somehow gets ousted. But I mean, it just doesn't seem like that's going to happen. But I don't see how it can't. Like. Like, if you're Roger Goodell, do you do you think Dan Snyder's good for the NFL? He's taken a, fr a franchise who used to be, honestly, probably back in the 80s and 90s, probably the 
the most uh, – I mean, there, RFK was sold out for years, probably the, the most uh, successful and most profitable market in the NFL and maybe in sports at one time. And it's it's reduced to rubble. I mean, this is, you have an eroding fan base. You have – I mean, if anyone's watched a game on <laughs> – a Washington football game in FedEx Field on TV, I mean, it, turn away. You you could know what I'm talking about. There there is hardly anybody there. There's no noise in the stadium. This is a once very proud fan base and proud proud franchise. Why in the world would you want if you're Roger Goodell or the NFL? Why would you want this man to keep running this franchise into the ground? He's I mean it's it's going to keep getting worse. I mean this is a I mean Washington D.C. is a sleeping giant, and I say that because it's a the potential of this fan base and of this market is huge. And it's just, it's not being utilized. It's being run into the ground. It's eroding. And, and it's all because of this, this one dude that just continues to just, and I don't know. I, it's almost like I'm, I, I think they're scared of Dan Snyder because he's, he's one litigious little dude. Like, I think they're scared. He's going to start suing everybody. I mean, that's what he's going to do. And no one wants to deal with it. And so that's what the, that's where we are right now. I know it comes down to money probably more than anything else, but I don't know. Yeah, it's a sad situation, and like you, about you to drop this microphone. <laughs> you're gonna yes, it, it's very very sad, and you know I've been to FedEx a bunch of times with you. I think this is like our eighth or ninth trip down to FedEx, but uh, you know what I've seen the, from the first time to to now is like you you have a stadium that's just it's second rate. You have you know they obviously do things. You know in a way when we talk about Sean Taylor, and you know, I, I'm relating it to the Patriots, but. You know, it's 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 second class. It's not first class. Low rent. It's low rent, and it's it's frustrating. And uh, you know, we'll be down there, and we'll, we'll go down, and we'll have a good time, and you know, we'll root against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you know, hopefully this week, the Denver Broncos uh, is is it in Denver? The game's in Denver. We have a football game. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, you have a football game. You have you have a football game. Is Von Miller going to play? How's Terry McLaurin doing? <laughs> McLaurin's McClure, a hell of a player. Taylor Heineke. Uh, Heineke, yeah. See, it's like it's faded in the background. Taylor Heineke. It is. Uh, yep. yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. It's too bad because it is. It's 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 kind of a very frustrating situation, and if this is one of those thing times where the NFL needs to step up, and they won't, which which is frustrating. But they they everything comes out roses for the NFL. Everything. It's well, all, that's the it's thing about with the, money and the dollar. Yeah, I mean that's the thing with the NFL. This this investor, you didn't hear really much of this after. And you won't after August because the game started. What happened? It just dropped. Once the game start, things go away. I mean that's just what it is. It's just like oh the games are going on. There's nothing else that really matters, and you know this this pops up again now mid season. The only, I mean, it's almost like now Roger Goodell, when he uh, caught in his uh, he made two major mistakes in my opinion in this owners meeting, and I think now it's going to get to the point where NFL is going to start feeling the heat. And they might be, I mean, I, I'm still, I would say it was like a no percent chance before this point. I would say it's a 15% chance maybe now that they are going to be forced to do something about Dan Snyder. I don't think it's likely, but again, I'll give everyone my address once this, if it does happen, we're going to have party, a gosh darn parade. Party. Oh, and it, it man. It's so there'll weird. Be, there'll be people, there'll be uh, people on stilts. W will be walking around stilts, giving balloons to the kids. It's going to be unbelievable. I don't think it's going to happen, though. And I'm going a wee bit off script here, X, but, like, you know. Yeah, let's get – I, I wouldn't mind getting off this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back back to, like, our, our focus here. But, like, even the Deshaun Watson situation, like, have, have we heard about Deshaun Watson? Like, 
what he, like what he's gone through, like twenty five to thirty girls and 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 women. Have, I know. Well, I have a take on Deshaun Watson. Go ahead. Not him. Not 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 his happy ending problem. I have a take. I have a. I have a take. Like we haven't heard from. So I well, I just thought that like you know, Sean Watson's obviously he's available. They're saying he's going to be available to other teams besides Miami. I know he's a no trade clause. Um, and I always said the one team that's got to stay away from this guy is the Washington Football Team. But now, I mean, can it get any worse? Who it the couldn't. heck cares? Though they can't look any worse than they do right now. I would say. Let's he, go get him. Be, Let's Watt. get him onto the Washington football <laughs> be a team. Perfect fit. This is a perfect Deshaun fit. We got, a, we got a world of, of misogyny and sexual harassment. I'm saying this tongue firmly placed in cheek, obviously. But Please. what I am saying is, like from a from a public standpoint, right now, can Washington look any worse? Let's get Deshaun Watson. We need a gosh darn quarterback. Let's go get him. What the heck? Why not? And, and oh my God! I, <laughs> Deshaun Watson to the Washington Football Team would make perfect sense. Anyway, so I would love it. You, you got to give it up for Houston, though. It's almost like a vigilante justice situation. They are refusing to play Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, to me, that's telling. And the NFL has done nothing. I don't think they can do anything from a legal standpoint. But you know, the fact that Houston is not playing him, and we, we don't hear about Deshaun Watson. We don't hear about him. No. Every now and again, I'll see someone on Twitter like, oh, he may be traded to the Miami Dolphins or this and that. But like, it's know. washed out with the Washington football team news. I it, mean, we probably they're talking. We don't crazy. we don't hear it. We don't hear it through all the all the crap now. No, you're right. Nothing. I mean, they're keeping it hush hush. And it's like I know they're waiting for the, what, what's, what's the NFL going to do. I mean, I think that they also have to wait, though. Isn't it like a um, federal uh, criminal? Situation now, like, don't they have to wait to see what happens with that? I don't know. I don't. Know I have going. no clue. I, I we've heard about I it. I can't pretend I been following to it, I'll explain be yeah. the situation. But here we are. We're talking about the the Washington football team. So let, let's do, ha- screw it. Do you know? Do you know this? The thirty year anniversary of the the nineteen ninety one. Well, football probably the best Washington team of all time. And Good you want to know something? I bet may, it's a lot of people in the organization don't even know. That they won the Super Bowl in 1991. I bet there's people in the Washington organization, probably the majority of them don't even freaking know. Again, if they had any brain, we'd be going to a game where they honor the 1991 football yeah. team. That, well, they'll would, give us that that would, a couple days notice. It's probably going to happen. It's probably happening in May Denver. It happen in our game. Yeah. Tampa, the, there they are. Yeah. Mark, gonna, they're going to show there's up. There's Mark Rippon. Daryl Green. Yeah, we didn't know they were going to be there, but here they are. Ernest Biner. 10,000 fans in the stadium. Yeah. What's, the, what's the NFL music? How's it go? We'll be there. Yeah, you know, you heard, I, it, here, you heard it here first. X and W Vibecast. You know that the, what a great game Arizona um, Green Bay was. You know that those games like the seven and zero, six and one. That used to be Redskins Bay. That used to be Redskins. I know. That used to be like the like actually week eight in 1991. This is a 30 year anniversary of one of the biggest regular season games in Washington football history. It was. You well, are, Redskins you were are Reds- locked in now. Redskins now. You I'm tossing this. this is Let's go. Thing, this is the only thing that gets Come me on! going. Come on! This is the only thing that gets me going anymore. Redskins were seven and zero. It was a 1991 season. They were seven and zero. You know, people didn't know if they were for real or not, but they were going into their um, house of horrors, into uh, the Meadowlands to play the defending Super Bowl champion New York Giants, who were four and three at the time. They just won the Super Bowl with Jim Hostetler, um, and. But they, they this one, I think they won like three in a row. Jeff, Defense Jeff was cooking. Ha- Jeff Hostetler. What did I say? It's all, you know, it doesn't matter. You're, you're on a did roll. I say Jim? No, no, no. You said Jim. No, I can't. No. Jays. Go f- focus. So listen, at this point, the Giants had beaten Washington six games in a row. The last three seasons, they swept them since the Super Bowl in 87. And this was like a, 
a game where I think the Giants were actually favored by two to the 7-0 Redskins. And, of course, the game started out like we all thought it would um, as Redskins fans. Giants went up 13-0. You know, the ta- Lawrence Taylor had like three sacks. I mean, it was just a mess. Came out at halftime. Gary Clark, two bombs. Redskins win, and they go, and the rest is history. They go on to, to have a 14-2 season, win the Super Bowl. But that was a game where... I mean, those Giants-Redskins games, those were almost at one time that rivalry was actually almost bigger than Redskins-Cowboys back in the 80s. I mean, those Oh, that was a great those rivalry. Were juggernaut, oh, that was, those, those juggernaut were matchups, kind of just like, the, you know, Arizona and, and Green Bay. I mean, that's how it was. But uh, how about that game, by the way? It's, has Arizona and Green Bay, every time they get together, is it an unbelievable game? It was fantastic Think about those last, last two night. playoff great, games. Great, great game. Remember the Aaron Rodgers-Hail Mary playoff game, and then they went to overtime, and then first play of the game, Larry Fitzgerald, 70-yard run to like the six yard line. Those games were like that was one of the best games I've ever seen. And then last night was pretty incredible. Those are two those are that's two good football teams. That might have been the there. regular season game of the year. Really? Uh, the the NFC represented really well last night. Those are two really good football teams. Uh and, yeah. and Arizona's defense is for real. I think you know, so. Th- th- I was impressed. That is, that is a good defense. I'm impressed by how fast they are on both sides of the football. Obviously Kyler Murray and like was that Moore, that Moore guy? I mean, of course, Hopkins. Those guys are like... Rondale Moore. Yeah, Rondale Moore. They're fast as heck. Both sides of the ball. and uh, But Green Bay came in with an amazing game plan. I mean, they just ran the ball down their throats. I'm not, I, didn't, I didn't mention Aaron Rodgers. I didn't mention your friend. But they ran the ball. That Dylan guy looked like Jerome Bettis. <laughs> I mean, they had a game plan. Run the ball. Control, complete control of the clock. That's old slobber knocker football. That's the kind we like to talk about. Old slobber knocker. Oh. Just put your dig your heels in. Run the football. What was it? Do the Marty Schottenheimer used to do to me. Go ahead. First down. Run the football. Second down. Run the football. Third down. Play action. That's it. Slobber knocker. That was it. That was Marty ball. Oh my God. That's good. I was impressed. I was impressed by both teams. I mean, that was a, that was a great, that was a great game. Um, I don't know what. How, what, what do you see the last play of the game? The, the pick was was AJ Green looking at the jumbotron. He didn't turn around, and he looked like he was looking at the screen watching. That the play. was such a weird play. I didn't even really see like. I, I it looked like he was about to. He was trying to run block, but there, in that situation, there's no running the ball. It made no sense. I don't understand what he was doing. No, I don't. I think he went. He reverted back to like oh, I'm in Cincinnati now. Like this is where we lose, and Ron this is how we screw the game up. And Ron to Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he messed. He he messed up the play. He 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 didn't understand the situation, and you know, uh, just an unfortunate ending. You're rooting for Arizona. They've had a great year so far. I think they're still a really, really, really good football team. Can I call out? Um, Cowboy Jerry right now. Cowboy Jerry, you're uh, listening. Uh, Cowboy Jerry, he's gonna listen. Cowboy Jerry, like I am at. We're at twenty two forty four. I will text that in to him. Go ahead. There's a reason Cowboy Jerry is not on this podcast tonight. By the way, on a side note, he's getting to the point where we can't even have a logical football conversation with him because it's all Cowboy Super Bowl, Cowboy Super Bowl, Cowboy Super Bowl. Cowboys are better than any team that's ever existed. But he said he texted us last night and said the Cardinals are a paper tiger. I mean, <laughs> that was good. I like that, Jerry. Good job, uh, Cowboy Jeremy. Oh, but I'm, I do notice something about Kyler Murray. I don't even notice, but like he's unbelievable. He's, he's I would love him on my team, so so don't take this the wrong way. But I notice when he's getting pressured, he goes backwards. Like it's almost, I don't know if it's because he's short and he can't see over the defenders, but he's going. To, he goes backwards in the pocket, and uh, I, I have a feeling that what's going to limit Arizona because I feel like they have a lot of talent, like defensively and offensively. I know they lost JJ uh, Watt for the year, but I think Kyler Murray is just going to make those couple of mistakes 
that cost his team. I know he hasn't really done it this year, and that's why they've been undefeated and kind of the balls bounce their way with the fumbles and all that stuff. But, I mean, Green Bay did a great job bringing contained pressure and not losing contained against the, the, uh, Kyler Murray. He really couldn't do what he usually does, and that's just just make uh, just make people pay with his legs. But I don't know. Do you notice that about Kyler Murray? He doesn't seem to like just go backwards in the pocket when he's being pressured. I I I haven't. I you know I watched him play. I've watched him play a few times. He yeah, played the only the, time I watched him play. This he year. played the Patriots last year, and he actually didn't look really good last year. I, he he actually looked pretty bad. But I think he wasn't 100. percent I think it was he was not healthy. But like what he's done this year has been fantastic. I. I didn't. I didn't take a look at that nuance X. I'll be honest with you, but I mean, you know. I'm nitpicking a, a team that is six and one right now, and obviously playing really well, and obviously could knock the socks off of our team. But and Kyler Murray's playing lights out. But just this one thing I noticed when you get to those playoff games, and you know the, they know how to play you defensively. I, I so I here's know. the thing. So uh, he's a fun, rocket. It's of funny an arm, that though, you mentioned like a, a little bit of a weakness with Kyler Murray, and, and something that you noticed that like that's your that's your skill X. Speaking of like, hey, you want me to start pointing out your weaknesses? I will. <laughs> I have a lot. I, listen, I have a <laughs> lot of weaknesses. Uh, but speaking of weaknesses, I don't believe that. What the hell is going on with Patrick Mahomes right now? Like, oh, I, 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 and, yeah. and we'll get back to what we want to get back to. But like, the fuck, Mahomes is like he looks terrible. Sometimes I golf and I go <laughs> out, and I, you know, the day before I was, I was just hitting my irons. They were straight, again, hitting the greens in two and my, my par fours. Then all of a sudden, I get out there and it's just uh, I'm I'm in my head and I'm I'm uh, also I'm hooking them. And sometimes uh, people get a case of the yips. I think I think old Patrick Mahomes has a case of the yip yips. My friend who is a Chiefs fan thinks it's a, he's describing it as a virus. The Chiefs are infected with a virus right now, and he thinks Patrick Mahomes is the virus, not in a bad way. Not just he just thinks that. Patrick Mahomes is in his own head right now. He's got the yips. I, I, can I say that about an elite athlete, a competitor like Patrick Mahomes who hasn't missed the AFC Championship game one year? He has the yips. I think he has the yips. I mean, and I, I hate doing this, but is it is it like did some the the teams in the NFL and you know how the NFL is, X, is that the NFL is really really good at like finding people's weaknesses. The NFL teams and and exposing players and did the Super Bowl expose Patrick Mahomes like or was that like the offensive line was in shambles Tampa Bay was on a roll defensively and did Patrick Mahomes was he exposed I mean that's a that, he, that's he has the, not looked good he that seems to be the national narrative right now like what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes and that's a great question that's posed by everybody right now what's wrong with him it's weird I when I before the Chiefs played my team I was watching him a little bit, and it almost seemed like the, those turnovers that Mahomes was having in the first half and the offensive game they've had against the, the Bills and all that, it's almost like the Chiefs look disinterested and bored offensively, like just like they're waiting for the playoffs or something. Like, But now I don't believe that anymore. I really, truly believe that there's something going on. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me, really. It's, 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 it's the yips. It's the yip yips. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's exposed. He's not yep, making. Yep. He's just. He's not making the mistakes. He's just slinging it out into double coverage. He's going outside. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. That's the way he's won games. Is he's. I mean, he did it a, a couple. He, the first half, so the art. Uh, Washington had him. I mean, turned the ball over three times. We we're pressuring him. He's off his spot. He was. Uh, we we he, he, we sacked him. I think three times as well. And then uh, and then all of a sudden we actually we had him thirteen ten. 
Driving down the we the, they came out with the ball first half. We had him go three and out, sacked Mahomes again, got the ball back, drove it all the way down to the Chiefs, like a third and two at like the 20-something. And then we lost to this stupid screen pass, lost three yards, it's fourth and five. We tried to kick a field goal, missed it. I think at that point, if we scored there, somehow scored, maybe went up 20-10, 16-10, I think Mahomes would have kept like pressing. I feel like he's pressing because he knows his defense can't stop anybody. And so we just he's, he's not playing like kind of like the relaxed, like, slinging the ball, you know, the shovel pass for 15 yards to Kelsey across the, the wrong end of the field. He's not doing that anymore. It's like he's pressing. And I think it's just because he's he, the guy, damn, I got to score here because, well, you know, we're not going to stop anybody. I don't know. That's why I think that actually, that think, was a game I think Washington could have won if they kept the, the, the pedal on the metal. But then, then all of a sudden the Chiefs were like, oh, okay. We're we we're, we're uh, this is easy now. Skins can't score. They have Taylor Heineke. They'll they'll be no a fa- they'll be a fascinating team to watch going yeah. the you know, next couple of weeks to see what how he reacts and see how he bounces back. But um, right now he just does not look comfortable. No, uh, he's making a shit ton of money. Uh, are they fat and happy? What what's the, I, I, I and we'll be it'll be I'll be curious to see what yep. Kansas City does and yep yep. And Kansas City is one of your picks. Like you were like, don't forget about them. Don't forget about them. And you know that that may happen. They may get right, and they may have a couple weeks here where they do figure it out. But right now, no, like, he look just good. does not look good. My pick does not look good right now. But sp- speaking of looking, speaking of looking good, I mean, and we'll bounce back to your your Washington football team. But we speaking, we will. Don't. Yeah. Speaking of looking good, we don't lose our. Audience. You know who looks good? Mac Jones. I, I could have said I saw the, I could have oh. put those words right into your mouth and spit them right back out. So yeah. Mac Jones, honest question, X. Honest question. Be honest. You've been watching football for a long time. You watch sports for a long time. Has there? And I know they've played the Jets. I understand that. There's a caveat. I get it. Texans. <laughs> Texans. I I get that. But you look at that Tampa Bay game. You look at the game, you know, the Miami game, the opener is like, well, whatever. Okay, they, they opened up. It was his first game. But, like, the last few weeks, you know, Mac Jones, have you ever seen a rookie quarterback look this comfortable ever, historically? RG3. Well, all right. Well, I'm okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll live with it. I become that. Uh, we, we hope that he does not become RG3. Well, there's a, here's a series of similarities. I think it's good coaching. I think they're putting Mac Jones in spots and play calls that, you know, I think they're getting him comfortable in the offense, and they're not asking him to do too much. But he is, you know, he is throw, he is extending the ball down the field. That's kind of what the, um, you know, the Shanahan's did with RG three. They did a simple read option, one read kind of quarterback, um, where like you know he had a had that uh, Garcon open on a drift route every time he did that kind of play action fake handoff. Uh, Mac Jones is way more capable of being a, a, a franchise quarterback than RG3 was. Let me just preface that. I can already tell. Um, and I, I said at the beginning, I think Mac Jones is – I wish I, I wish we got him. We were close to getting him in the draft. I think he's – I think, but I think also uh, they're coaching him the right way. I think they're putting him in spots where he can succeed, and I think they're easing him into an offense and into an NFL career where it could be, uh, could be successful. That's a, it's. I love when you make that comparison. You like you come over the Washington. It's just beautiful. Like beautiful. Well, that's all. Listen, beautiful when you're synergy. enamored in your I own love team. That's I, all, that's no, all it's I know. perfect. It's exactly why we're here. But like you know, I feel like he looks comfortable, and I think that you know, a couple of weeks ago we were we were pounding Josh. McD- you know, the New England fans were pounding Josh McDaniels for being con- too conservative with him. Bill Belichick as well, being too conservative with with Mac Jones, and you know, like. 
they scored 54 points. Again, it's against the Jets. But when you score 54 points in an NFL football game and he's spreading the ball all around, Josh McDaniels is, is letting him make throws. They're, inclu- they're involving their tight ends. They made a concert. I know Bill Belichick would disagree with this, but you could tell they made a concerted effort to, like, we are going to involve Jonu Smith. And they've used Hunter Henry, and they use those tight ends. I think their wide receivers are good enough. They're spreading the ball around. And I'm going to tell you, I know you may not, uh, people may not like this, but like the Patriots are going to be dangerous. And, and Sunday will be a very, very telling game for the Pats when they go to Los Angeles against the Chargers and, and, and Justin Herbert. It's a huge, huge, huge game. And, you know, their, their defense is opportunistic. I think Matthew Judon, you talked about him a couple episodes ago. He's my favorite guy, player like, on the He Patriots. is a dog. Yeah. He is an absolute dog. Yes, their secondary is a little bit in shambles. We could use Stephen Gilmore right now. Christian Barmore is a problem on the defensive line. He he's he's making things, you know, really really awful for opposing offensive linemen, but listen, you know, this will be a this will be a very interesting game for the Patriots. I love the direction they're heading. I love with what Josh McDaniels is doing with his offense. I love I think Bill Belichick is like You ever see the the meme where Bill Belichick, you know, everyone like doubts him and you see like there's a meme of him like drinking orange juice. I, he, I don't do memes. I'm in my 40s. <laughs> I'm not a teenager. But he, I feel like he's he he is in a spot right now where he's like, all right, I got my team. I got the team where I want them. They're, they they everyone has disrespected us. They don't believe in us, and 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 we're coming. We're starting to like get disrespected by the league. We're starting to you know. You know, you're, again, you're very fired uh, up I, I am, after a I win am against so, the Jets. I know, Texans, I know, and Jets. I have to, I have to like kind of like take a little bit of a step back, but like, so Sunday X, you know, and I joke, I've joked on this podcast that like, you know, a lot of these regular season games as a Patriots fan, I'm just waiting for the AFC Championship game. I'm waiting for the AFC Divisional round. This is one of those games X where I am locked in. I know it's Halloween. I'll be trick or treating with the kids. Be. That's a, it's a huge spot. And huge spot. This is a huge spot. The for Chargers the are coming off a bye. Coming off a bye. Yeah. Were they ex- were they exposed by the Ravens? The Ravens cooked them. Ravens took it to them. Yeah. So you know. And then the Bengals took it to the Ravens. I can't figure out the AFC right now. I'll be honest. I cannot. AFC figure out the AFC is legit wide open. And yeah. I, you know the NFC is is NFC is tough. Probably the tougher conference right now. But like the AFC is well, I think wide five open. Of the, five of the best teams, best records are the NFC right now. Right. Yeah. Without, without a doubt. I think it's the it was the Rams, Cardinals, Packers, Cowboys, Tampa. Yeah, there you go. I love this Patriots team is heading. Uh, I'll love it even more if, if we can uh, go on the road to L.A. And, and beat up on the Chargers. It'll be a very, very telling game. I know the schedule favors Buffalo. I'm not even thinking about Buffalo right now. But, like, you know, I, I do like where this Patriot team is headed. I do. They're, they're a few plays away, and it, you could you could play the woulda, coulda, shoulda game. I, 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 but they're a few plays away from being five and two instead of four and three. Now I'm not talking about six and one, but f- they're a few plays away from being five and two. I wish so, I could say that about my here, team. Here we are. Here we are with the Pats. I'm I'm excited. I wish very, you guys. Be, I wish you guys be Dallas. Oh, that was frustrating. We were right again, and here's the. 
and and I know Cowboy Jer, if he was here, he'd be like, you know, they they were like, oh, we could have blown that team out in the second quarter. Blah 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 blah. The Patriots didn't play great. Dallas didn't play great, but it was a great football game. It was a great finish. I know we're talking about like that two might weeks have been ago. the game of the year. That, Unbe- or, that or last night's game, I think, is probably tied between those two games. I don't know. There's been a lot of good games. This year. Unbelievable it's football, football for God's game. Sakes. Unbelievable. That's why. That's why the NFL gets away with all this bullshit that they get away with. But like, yeah. here's the thing. Like, you know, Dallas is very, very good. The Patriots, you know, couple stops here and there, they win that football game. You know, they, it's at Foxborough. Like, Dallas went on the road, and they, they, they won. And Dallas is a very tough team. But, like, we're right there, Rex. The, yeah. The Pats are right there. You were close close to beating Dallas, close to beating Tampa, I think. I didn't watch the Tampa game. I know the score was close. You were with me in the half. You were, we were I right watched there. the first half. First half, you were there. It's a yeah. good game. Brady looked off. He did. Well, you, I think that he's he rattled. Did. He was rattled by the moment. The opportunistic I think I've ever said that about. Didn't think I'd ever say that about uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, man. Football. So, uh, do you know that it's Peyton Manning Day in Denver? <laughs> they, Washington. Of course they chose Shit. Washington. Yeah. There's Peyton Manning Day in Denver. So, you know, do you think Denver doesn't have this game circled on their schedule as a get-right game? Of course they do. They do. They do. I, they so, do. I and I think that... I Hall- mean, Halloween, 420, 425 start. They're at home. They've lost... Denver's lost four in a row. They start off 3-0. and They had bigger expectations than this. Paint the and picture. thank God... They have Washington coming in. That's what they're thinking. I'll get. I'm gonna say from the other end. I think this is a, this is this is, it should be a get right game for the Washington defense. They should be able to. They showed big time improvement last week. I know. I'm grading on a curve. I'm comparing it to the horribleness <laughs> of their defense throughout the year. Do you know? So, do you know the Washington uh, third down defense this year? They're obviously ranked last in the league. I always talk about this because it's just unbelievable. But for throughout the first seven weeks. In the last 22 years, they're the they're the second worst third down defense throughout the fir- through the first seven weeks in 22 years of any team. Um, in the last 22 years, I think last year's Titans defense for the first seven games was the only one that was worse. Interesting, right? But this is a get right game, I think, for the for the Washington defense. If it's not, um, and they and they can't pull off a win in Denver, which I actually think is going to be a very tough task. Um, the competitive portion of 2021 is over. I think you're right. I think and that, that is that the end of our podcast. Do we stop? <laughs> yeah, that might be the end. Of, I, might no, be we're, we're the, might be the w- I don't want to stop. No, you could do, I, you could do the W podcast. So last week against Green Bay, I, and I texted you this X. Uh, I was rooting. Mm. I, it was almost like I'm, I'm like I'm a Washington football fan right now, and 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 I'm like critiquing and analyzing the game. I'm like kick the field goal here. Do you this. would love to just have the energy down Do in FedEx because that, yeah. that would have been a season-changing win. Yes, and 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 it was it was there. The game was there, like the the Taylor Heineke dive where he dove to like what what the hell oh is going God. on? Yeah, in the, the moment I thought missed he wasn't opportunities. Himself up, but it was, and their was... defense played great, X. Like their defense was right there. Like he they made Aaron Rodgers work for everything in Lambo. Yeah. I think so. I you know I, I always I, with Aaron Rodgers. I always think if he was pushed, maybe he'd still probably be able. He'd be like, all right, and probably help be able to pull something off. But yeah, I mean the the Washington play. They had the ball. They didn't, the Washington didn't punt in Lambo. Didn't punt once. I'm gonna do a new segment. It's called do it. It's called the, uh, the weekly segments. stat of failure. And it Go always ahead. gonna be usually <laughs> you can probably be safe to assume it's about my beloved Washington football team. Do you know that? <laughs> 
the opponents who played Green Bay this year before the Washington football game um, had 15 trips into the Green Bay's red zone. You want to know how many times they scored touchdowns in 15 trips? How many, X? 15. 15 <laughs> touchdowns. Redskins were there four times. How many times did they score? Zero. Zero, for God's sakes. I sound like Mike and the Mad Dog they right had their For chance. God's sakes. How, how do you go in the red zone 15 times and not score? 15 times. That's right. That's and don't score. <laughs> That's right. That's very good. But yeah, I mean, listen, they, they – you get into the red zone, you got to score. They're moving the ball up and down the field, and and they just they they didn't convert opportunities. It's like it's just they don't know how to win. You know that's what it comes down to. But you know, there's been improved. There's I saw improvement with the deep, with the pass rush in particular, um, and I and I'm hoping this week is is a game that gets me at least semi delusional going down with you after the bye week to FedEx Field and the Baltimore. I I want to at least be able to tell people on the streets of Baltimore what the uh, playoff scenario and the mathematics are for the Washington we are getting that number that number uh, seven playoff spot because that's so, what it is. So Listen, win, uh, win Sunday, you're three and five. Three and five and in and, and the last Sa- playoff Saints spots are not good. The Saints are not good. We should have beat the, we the, could the, we should the Patriots lost should, the that's Saints a game we as well. Should have won. won that game. Uh, the, sorry, the Minnesota Vikings are not good. They're not good. I and mean, they, they have some weapons offensively, but like they're not good. So I think the Vikings are I think they're probably the. Uh, I mean, they're a good team, but they could lose. I mean, you know, they still have Green Bay in their division. Yeah, I mean, wh- whatever. I mean, it's it's still. I'm not saying. Listen, if you were to ask me to to predict Washington season, I think they're going to win six games total. That's what I think. But I love to be able to delude myself at least to go into like the game with you. And for God's sakes, wouldn't it be great to go into that game with Cowboy Jeremy down to to Dallas, still with that wild card spot in play. God, just please, could you just give me that? <laughs> chip stuff? and a chance. You, my God, a chip and a chance. My friend X wants a chip and a chance. All I want to do is get to these games in November, December, and think that there's something there, something. Not just like the, not thinking about draft position and all that. I don't want to do that. I do it every year. For God's sakes, just give me that. I mean, so, yes, if they're 3-5, and five, that, that playoff spot is completely in play. If they lose, the competitive portion of the season's over. And they're going to Tampa, and they're facing two and seven. Tampa's tough. Tampa, that oh, Tom, could be the Tom best Brady's, team in the NFL. Tom Brady's tough. God. Yeah, yeah. You so see, they, uh, they need a, some momentum going into that week. They need a lot of momentum and a lot of luck. Hopefully, the refs, maybe Snyder, since he's sleazy, will pay off the refs or something. We got we got a little bit of an advantage. Whatever. We'll be sitting in the stands going, "That was holding." <laughs> you believe? I'll take it, but that that was that was not pass interference. That's what we need. That's one of my keys to the victory, by the way, against Tampa. Keys to victory. Yeah. Win the sleazy game. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little sleazy. I don't know. I don't know. What else? Do we have anything else to go? I don't. To talk I don't think about? we have. We don't have much else. I don't. Yeah. We, we don't have much else at all. I, I, listen. Yeah, uh, are you watching the World the, Series? The, not really. I mean, <laughs> the NFL's so huge now that the World Series almost becomes a non-event, doesn't it? Unless your team's in it, is the World Series even? I don't, I'm not even tuning in. It's so hard. Like, and I used to love the World Series, and I do. I still do. But like, if the World Series was on last night when Green Bay's playing in Arizona, you wouldn't even know it was on. Probably not. I hate. That's the way this. I hate to admit and that. The, so true. here's the thing. So World Series ratings with the the younger demographic has has increased the last couple of years. Like, 
I know you so, said that. Yeah, I think episode eight, season one. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't. I don't know. Anyway, so but like honestly, if if the Red Sox were playing, uh, yeah, and and if the Met, if the Mets were in the World well, the Series, Mets in the World Series, I'd be losing my mind. Yeah, yeah. You'd, be, you, you'd be focused. But that's but my it, team. If, if it's not my team, I, and maybe if the Red Sox were in, I'd probably watch it because of you. But I'd probably fall asleep in the third inning. Yes. And then I would, yeah. It's just, but I'd call, but I'd check the score, I'd check the highlights, and I'd call you and said I and tell you that I watched it, and I'd talk about the seventh inning, why that I can't believe that was <laughs> that home run was overturned. But well, I, why didn't I, they bring in like yeah, blah so blah blah and, and court? I'd lie to my best good. friend. I w- I I watched like probably two innings of the night, it, and it's it's a good World Series like Houston and Atlanta, and Atlanta's playing well, and it's a it's one one right now. A series goes to. To Atlanta, it's, it's a good World Series. It just I can't believe I, Atlanta. Jeez. We don't even have we don't, we're watching the NFL Network right now. Like we don't we're not even like watching the World Series. I know like, we're watching. I'm, the, and I'm we're okay. watching a third I'm replay. I'm okay with that. We're watching a third re- I replay. I love baseball. Yeah, I know. Me too. I do. I watch until the Mets are out of it. I'll watch. I'll watch as much games as I can. How about Dak Prescott? Is he going to play on Sunday? I don't think he should. I mean, if I'm down, I don't think he should either. I, I want him to play. I want him to play. I hope he plays. I hope his calf explodes. I say that with tongue firmly placed in cheek, except for the fact that I don't. I kind of do want that. That would be good for me. But isn't it terrible? Like I think I have to go for because we're playing the Vikings. Don't I have to if I if I'm really talking playoff hopes. If like Redskins beat Denver earlier in the day, I'm going for Dallas, aren't I? I'm thinking selfishly right here. Yes, you do. Like selfishly, I I want you totally locked in. It's such a it could be such on a November waste. 13th. Horrible time to go If you for see if you see us in the Inner Harbor, if you see it at FedEx, X&W Vibecast, we will be there live. This, <laughs> this, you, I like I want you locked in X. I know. I got to get want, we need this win. I I want I listen, if the this is Roger 2016. This is the year the first Dak year, the first Zeke year. Like they just kind of I think they were they were what 13 and 3 or something. So like the division wasn't in play. But we were the wild card was way in play, so there's a good six weeks in a row. I had to go for Dallas because they're always playing a wild card contending team. God, it was like I, I I had to I had to go between quarters of the toilet and puke, just out of it was just disgusting. It was grotesque having to go for the Cowboys, and then they the last game of the season, which happened to be my worst loss in my entire fandom career as a fan of the Washington Redskins. You got you remember this, Wally, right? Redskins. I watched the in game. Washington. Redskins played the Giants. Giants already had a, those uh, are the good old Giants days. Giants clinched a wild card spot. Redskins won. They were in. Giants had nothing to play for. <laughs> the, the Giants rushed for like 230 yards. <laughs> Kirk Cousins throws two interceptions. Redskins lose with, with against a Giants team, a division rival. They had absolutely nothing to play for. They get eliminated from playoff contention. I think I went to bed at 7:30 that night. Just so sad. So sad, and, tell, and so I, I wasted the whole year going for the Cowboys, and we still didn't make the playoffs. You were excited to celebrate. Tell 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 the listeners you were excited to celebrate. Okay, fine. Tell, well, you the, want you want the gruesome details. I want. Uh, let's get dirty. I was in my uh, in my house in New in, in Newport. I planned a babysitter for my wife and I because I wanted to paint the streets a lovely crimson red after the Redskins made the playoffs, and I wanted to celebrate all night long. And my last line to my wife was, "I was upstairs, she was downstairs." I go. Baby, cancel the babysitter, and I went to sleep. That's how devastating that loss was. Oh God, it was it was horrible. It was a horrible loss. It, I mean, I went in there f- certain for some idiotic reason. I was certain we we're gonna win that game. X and W podcast. Hey X. X and W podcast. He, he, and here's the thing: 
This is this is this is my man right here. X is is like all he asked for for the Washington Football to just compete, compete. Dan Snyder, go away, like go like just go away. Let, you know let, the sad thing let, is, let, I just go that, away. That as horrible as that night was, I had anger, I had feeling, I had passion, I had something. Now it's like there's a lot. It's 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 a little bit of apathy now. It's like. My passion isn't as what it was that night when I canceled the babysitter, and I'm I'm not alone. This is happening to a lot of fans, man, and it's just it's just the it's the erosion of the fan base that is starting to get to even even me. And I listen, winning would change everything for me because I still have my heart in this thing. I'm not I'm not gone yet. I'm not Wally. You're there. I'm so, still here. Hey, I'm still here. But I'm hey. being honest. I'm being honest with my listeners. I'm being honest with you. Heineke. This is how I Chase feel. Young, this is McLaurin. how it is. Step up your game on Sunday. Like win this game. They got to make life win this for, game for Mr. Bridgewater. They have to. They have to. Like let, get right game for the to Washington Football Team. This is a fascinating team. Fascinating game for the the New England Patriots. Um, listen, it's been a uh, week. What is it? Week eight. What are we week eight? Yes, week, week eight. Week eight is a fascinating week. X and W are you know authentic. Just. Us, the two of us. Hey, all the listeners out there, all you guys, listen to me. Don't tell me the score. I have to record the game. Yes. Because it's trick-or-treating time. Don't it's Halloween. It. It's prime Don't time. Don't it. Well, I'm, dre- I'm dressing as a Descendants character this year. <laughs> so if you see me on the streets dressed as Hades, my daughter's Uma, and my wife is Ursula, you know, just say, hey, I'm sorry about the Redskins. <laughs> hey, we're out. It's uh, It's been fun. It's been. It's always a blast. And uh, we'll be back soon, and maybe there'll be a third guest. Who knows? But listen, this is a big week for both of us. Let's go. Please, God. For the love of God, just let us win. Win the football game. I'm all messed up, I'm so out of time